0: Hi, this is David Freeman. I'm the Chief Clinical Officer at Community Connections in Washington, D.C., with another talk in the series on Essential Connections, Tips and Techniques for Case Managers. Today, I'll be talking about social networks. I'd like you to grab a piece of paper. Draw five concentric circles on the page. Draw a vertical and a horizontal line through the circles, creating four quadrants. Label the four quadrants with the names of the typical social clusters in our clients' lives. The family friendship cluster, the residential cluster, the professional cluster, and the work cluster. By focusing on these four clusters, you will get a good picture of the client's social experience. How do you figure out who to include in these four quadrants? Well, ask your client. Who do you go to for emotional support, advice, and money? Who do you talk to when you're upset or trying to figure something out? Who will give you a place to stay in a pinch? Who do you go to for fun? And what about for drugs? Who wants something from you? Include all these people on the map. After figuring out who to include, you want to understand the value and importance of each person to the client. Interpersonal value is based on many factors, the quality of emotional support, the effectiveness of practical support, the intensity of the relationship, the frequency of contact. The more valuable people populate the inner concentric circles, less valuable people are in the outer circles. Start by putting the name of the client in the innermost circle. This is your client's social map and should be completed from their point of view. Include yourself in the professional cluster. This is a moment to reflect on how important you are in the client's life. Very important, inner circle, and afterthought, you're in the outer orbits. Let's work on the family and friendship cluster first. This cluster may include parents, siblings, extended family, significant others, good friends, and enemies. Some families are actively involved in the client's life, Maybe they're supportive and provide all kinds of important resources and structure and guidance. Maybe they're combative or abusive or cut off, but regarded with intense feeling. Regardless, the more absorbing and important people are included in the inner circles. The blander, more routine, less engaging people are in the outer circles, if they make it to the map at all. Repeat this initial mapping process with the members of the other three quadrants. The residential cluster includes roommates, neighbors, and the landlord. The work cluster includes coworkers and the boss. The professionals cluster includes, for example, you, doctors, advocates, and lawyers. Now we know who is involved, but we also want to capture the quality of the important relationships. Draw a solid line between the client and a person with whom they are positively involved and a squiggly line between the client and a network member with whom there is frequent conflict or agitated feeling. Positive relationships are characterized by a genuine concern, interest, and emotional connection. Challenging relationships are marked by frequent conflict, frustration, exasperation. The next task is to figure out what, if anything, the client wants to change about the social network. Maybe the client wants to be more involved with a person in an outer circle or less involved with a person in an inner circle. Draw an arrow sending a person out of an inner circle or closer to the center from the distant orbits. Maybe the client wants to change the quality of the relationship by resolving attention or setting a limit. Maybe the client wants to enrich a relationship by addressing concerns that are close to the heart. Make a note of the changes the client wants to make. You have five concentric circles to work with because relationships aren't all or nothing. Everything about relationships, trust, satisfaction, fun, difficulty, is a matter of degree. Articulating and appreciating these degrees of difference is itself therapeutic. Sussing out the details of who is in the network, what each person means to the client, and what changes are desired requires some skill. Many of our clients have impoverished networks, so you won't have much to work with. Some won't be able to describe the quality of their relationships. Some won't be able to verbalize what they want to change. Be patient as you step into the client's social world and learn about the dynamics of their social lives, don't force decisions about change. The process of exploring and describing the social network is itself a boost to recovery. Your ultimate goal is to help people create safer, more satisfying social networks.